0: Hello, this is Emmanuel Obonaya. In the year 2000, precisely 23 years ago from this time, I was ministering the Word of God one day. While I was teaching, I got to the point where I asked those who hadn't been baptized with the Holy Spirit with the ability to speak in tongues to indicate by lifting up their hands. A few hands went up and one of them was the hand of a sister I expected not to lift up her hands. So I walked towards where she was sitting and said to her, I'm aware that you have gone through our foundation school and we always minister to everyone at the end of each school session to receive the Holy Spirit. Did you miss the ministration that day or what exactly happened? Her response was legendary. No sir, I didn't, she replied. Hands were actually laid on me, but it did not come. For a moment, I wasn't sure what she meant, so I probed further. You mean it did not come? I asked. What did not come? She said, It didn't come, sir. I was eagerly expecting it, but it just didn't come, you know. I was totally unsure for a moment of what she meant, and I could see that she was trying to find the words to explain clearly what she was trying to tell me. As I looked at her struggling, trying to find the right words to use in order to make her point clear enough for me to grasp, suddenly, like a flash, I got it. I got what she was trying to say to me. Oh, I see. You mean it didn't come. You mean the Holy Spirit didn't suddenly take a hold of you, open your mouth, and start moving your tongue? You mean the unknown languages, these tongues we speak about, didn't just start streaming out of your lips automatically? I get what you're saying. You mean it didn't come. As I was saying all of these things, she was nodding vigorously in agreement, and you could see that she was beginning to look very, very, very happy that I finally had gotten perfect understanding of what she had been trying to say to me. When I saw the joy that now filled her face, when she could see that I had understood her, I began to smile from ear to ear. I still remember that day like yesterday. That experience that day showed me a situation that I have seen with many other believers countless times since that first day that I saw it in her. Brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit supplies the words on the inside of you for you to speak or to voice out. But you are the one who gets to choose to do the speaking. That's what the scriptures show us. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, I'm reading from the New King James Version, the scripture says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Spirit gave them the utterance, but it was they who spoke in tongues. Look, the Holy Spirit is not an epileptic seizure, the Holy Spirit doesn't kidnap you cut off the activity of your mind and force you to make involuntary movements with your mouth. No, the Holy Spirit doesn't make you do what you don't want to do. You see, the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit, not an evil spirit. If you do not exercise your will to speak, you never will speak. The Holy Spirit will prompt you like he's doing right now as you're hearing the word of God. He will prompt you and let you know that it's okay to let out those words your head doesn't understand. But he will not violate your will to allow them or not to allow them come out listen you will never have a clue what those words on your inside will sound like until you open your mouth and allow them come out they spoke in tongues as the spirit gave them the utterance or the ability to do so when the holy spirit came on those people who were listening to the word of god preached in cornelius's house the scripture says in Acts chapter 10 and verse 46 Peter and those who came with him heard the people speak with tongues and magnify God. Again, you see here that the people were the ones speaking in tongues. The people spoke, not the Holy Spirit. The people spoke. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14 to 15, the Bible says, I'm reading out of the Amplified Classic. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays, but my mind is unproductive, it bears no fruit and helps nobody. Then what am I to do? I will pray with my spirit, by the Holy Spirit that is within me, but I will also pray intelligently with my mind and understanding. I will sing with my spirit, by the Holy Spirit that is within me, but I will sing intelligently with my mind and understanding also. Notice that Paul is the one who decides whether to pray in tongues or not to. Friends, the believer in Christ is the one who chooses to pray in tongues whenever he or she chooses to pray in tongues and for as long as he or she chooses to pray in tongues. From the day you receive the gifts of praying in tongues, we call that first day the day you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, the day the Holy Spirit comes on you, the day you are filled with the Holy Spirit. From that first day, the choice becomes yours to speak or to pray in tongues whenever you want to pray in tongues and for as long as you want to pray in tongues. You can do that as often as you like, just like we've seen from what Paul says. He says, I will pray with my spirit and I will pray with my understanding also. You get to choose which part of you you want to pray from or pray with. If you want to pray with your spirit, you get to pray in tongues. If you want to pray with your mind, you get to pray in the language you've always known. God willing, we'll pick it up from here in the next one.